We got to make them miss more shots. It will allow us to run up and down the court a little bit more. And when you run, it's, it's more difficult to box out. I don't think we're getting a lot of, uh, enough pace into the game. Even though we scored a lot of points in game two, um, I'd like to see our defense to be more aggressive and, and uh, hopefully better. Pick and roll defense, what can you improve or change? Uh, game one, it was good. Game two, it was pretty average or, or below average. I think we showed our guys that what they're trying to do is get loosen the ball up, uh, giving Curry and Jack more freedom to play. Uh, our bigs got to be more active, more aware of how to get up higher and into the ball. But everybody's got to do better. Our weak side was poor, and when we made a miss shots, we didn't rebound the ball. So. Uh, I just think, you know, for us, it's, it was a, in the regular season, it would be a game that we would just kind of forget about because, you know, and it's just, we're, we're you know, we, we gave them a game because I think a lot of, they played great, but I thought our effort was very average. Can you describe uh, the importance of Corey Brewer in tonight's game and what he must do to help you guys win? Well, I think that right now what we, <clears throat> You know, last couple of months of the season, our ryth- the rhythm of our bench was fantastic, and it's not that our bench is not playing is not playing well. It's not playing as fantastic as they played. I think uh, getting the bench the more rhythm and, and, and get them their, their their swag back, their confidence back. Not only is Pat right now, but I think Andre, Corey, Javel, and whoever else I throw back with them, Anthony, Anthony or. Or bring Wilson back with the crew. I don't know. You know, we we, got, we definitely have thought about how to get to the bench more confidence. Mr. Kiz, how are you? I'm excellent. Yourself? I'm wonderful. I'm, I'm better than your pal Scotty Brooks today. Um, talk about you never know quite what's next in the playoffs. They lost Westbrook to a meniscus today for two weeks or so. I mean, just don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, I mean, I mean, you see, you got a lot of teams right now scrambling because of injuries. You know, there's probably half a dozen teams have a different personality they have now than they had three, four weeks ago. And uh, good teams have the way to figure that out. Uh, I don't know. Knowing Westbrook, he'll he'll try to play Superman and be back in two or three weeks. But uh, they, they still got a great team, and I think they'll survive the first round. The second round probably be a little more difficult. But uh, what well, you know, I mean. Injuries play a big part of, of, of the psych of, of, of not only a playoff, but a regular season, too. I, mean, I, th- I, th- I think they're tough enough. Yeah. But the Warriors just dealt with injury, and then you dealt with injuries off and on all, all season yeah. long. So. I just think the thing with the injuries is it's injuries early in an injury. It can be the enthusiasm and the opportunity, the, the, the energy of we can overcome this. It's, it's two or three weeks away is where I think the, the law of, oh, hell, we don't have Russell here anymore is probably where it'll come in. But, you know, again, good teams have a way of tinkering with their personality and, and still winning. And uh, it, it probably takes away some versatility. It probably takes a lot more energy to do it. But uh, I'm, 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 not, I'm not ruling Oklahoma City out right now just because they lost one of the top ten players in basketball. How well do you think your team has adjusted to no Gallo over a period? I mean, it didn't happen yesterday. You know, but you think it's got your head around it fully now, and and you have your rotation. 
you know, it's. I think we know that for us. I think they know, even though after last last game, you know, that anytime you lose an, a good offensive player, a, a prominent member of your offensive team, I think then you got to magnify your defensive effort, and you know. I think that's what we have to do in, in this series. We we can we 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 have to be a defensive-minded team. Uh, if we aren't, and we try to outshoot or outrun this team or outscore this team, I think they have some advantages here. I mean, we I know we're the number one offensive team in basketball, but they they have some advantages. And when we we gotta we gotta we gotta initiate our game with the defensive end of the court. Being a, say being a guy who liked to go and be the physical defender and maybe put in to hit somebody. You feel like most guys be a little more physical in terms of just shoving back rather than getting hit first. Yeah, I told the team yesterday that I thought you know we we're playing like we're in the regular season. We got to play with more urgency. We got to play with more focus. We got to play with more demand. And and uh, I, I think that I think then our personality will sustain itself, find itself, and and, and win games. And, but right now, I think um, you know we, we kind of we had a lot of possessions. That I wouldn't call lazy, but they were regular season possessions. They weren't intense possessions. And I, I think we got to have as many as forty-eight minutes of basketball. Every possession, every minute has to have a value to it. George, uh, just talk about the more physical play though plays into the, the last time you took the Western Conference Finals. Ended up being known a little bit as bullies. I mean, they knocked guys around. They're super physical. What role does toughness and physical play play in the playoffs? I think if you watch the Clippers in Memphis, you'll see it plays a big time role. You watch Chicago and Brooklyn; it's a wrestling match. I mean, we got to be able to play all types of ways right now. And I would say that they're the team setting the hard screens. They're the team boxing out more physically than we are. And I think they're challenging. They're challenging us a little bit to be more physical, and I think we will be. Last thing is, you, you get somebody like Fareed back, and typically people think that's great. You're you're adding a player back in. How big of an adjustment is it for maybe the player to integrate back into you know pick up playoff intensity? I think, I think that's harder than most people know. Maybe for the player rather than. I think the player, you know, thinks he he can, you know, he hasn't played in three weeks, you know, and he thinks in two practices he's going to be able to be where he was three weeks ago when he was at the top of his game. So, I think it's just you know trying to get, getting them to have a good game. You know, I thought the thing about Ty was people don't understand Ty. I don't know how many minutes he played in those four games he got back, but now we're asking him to play. I mean, I'm thinking 40 minutes. And he might not be in condition to play 40 minutes. And so, you know, that, that and, you know, how much you tolerate fatigue, how much you don't tolerate fatigue. And then with Kenneth now, just say we've put four new plays in over the last two or three weeks. He has seen the plays, but he hasn't run the plays. So there's the, there's the precision that when you go to playoff basketball, precision and little details become more valuable. And, uh, again, it, it can work. It can be figured out. But uh, it creates, I guess it creates moments where it doesn't work. And then trying to fix them and energize them into positives, you know, I think that's a, a big part of injuries and, you know, losing players and personality changes. And 
I think I think what Golden State has done great is they gotten Bogut back into their personality very quickly, very aggressively. His veteran defensive mentality to you know he you know he, he was an all I think he was an all defensive player for a couple of years in Milwaukee, and you know he's had a factor in our, our penetration. And at the end of the season, you know we pro, we only had like two or three films on Bogut even playing, so you know we we, we don't see that a lot. So it's 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 a. Uh, and so much of the playoffs are just little adjustments that bring confidence and enthusiasm to your team. And uh, I think that's where we are right now. You talked about Chandler and Bogut the other day. Are you going to go with Chandler and Kenneth to start the game? That'll probably be my sideline. I'm not guaranteeing that. Coach, last night at the Clipper game, they're running the 3-2 zone. And the Warriors are using it extensively. Do you see this as something that's coming on now? More teams are using it. Is it is it difficult to attack in your mind? I mean, I think the only thing it does is change your personality. Statistically, almost throughout the league, the zone doesn't isn't a good defense, um, but it disrupts your. Maybe you're playing well, and all of a sudden you're running pick and roll game, and all of a sudden you got to run zone game. So it changes your your face. I think it's a, you know, I've actually thought about putting it in. My coaches never wanted to put it in this year. Just to have a disruption. Just to create a, a, a three or four minute or three or four possession disruption. Uh, our points per possession against their zone is one of our best plays. But it feels like it's having an effect on us. So, so you know, stats lie. But, you know, and, and I'm sure we'll see it tonight. Mark has used it in almost every game he's coached. He plays it for three or four minutes in, in the first half and and he's at, at times he's played it down the stretch. He's played it a couple times down the stretch. I know he played the Lakers down the stretch one game that they lost at the end of the season. They played some zone down the stretch. A couple days ago you spoke about your fondness for uh, Oakland when you coached here in your early days. Is there something you're looking forward to tonight? I love buildings. I love hot buildings. And I mean, to know that I coached in that building a long time ago. And there's still some people hanging around that were there when I was there. So, you know, I'll run into a couple guys that were about, that were guys I drank beer with. Now now we got bad knees and bad backs and look fat and old. So, now, this is a great franchise. Uh, my time here was short, but it was it was very rewarding. Just Chandler being a, a jump shot, I mean, the other two games he hasn't been that good, but we know he can hit the three. Can you talk about with him basically starting in the low post but being able to hit the three, how that can enhance the Nuggets offense? Well, I just think we need to find our flow. 